Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Law of Attraction Talk Radio. ready to be the best you can be. Stay tuned for the Law of Attraction Talk Radio with Jules. Well, good evening. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from absolutely beautiful and refreshing Southern California. Well, tonight we have a spectacular guest for you to meet. Although many of you have known her four years through the unforgettable movie E.T. in which Dee starred as the mother of those three adorable kids who befriended E.T. And you probably have seen her in over 100 films, four TV series, and 400 commercials. But what you probably don't realize is that she is a spiritual healer and author of a brand new book called Conscious Creation as well. It is such an extreme honor for me to uh, introduce Dee Wallace to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Hi, Dee. Are you there? Did we just lose her? (laughs) We could have just lost her, but that's okay because she's going to be back. I was just talking to her just a second ago. This is me. Hi. (laughs) Hi, baby. I don't know what happened. You You just were there and then you went away. You know, sometimes that happens. Well, and I think uh, really that's where we should start because nothing happens by accident. Yeah. And um, so if you're living your life consciously, which the book is all about, when things like that just seem to kind of happen, you want to be conscious enough to know that the universe is probably talking to you through you. So... um, I use a pendulum for my work, and I'm just going to go to, um, okay, our conscious mind would tell us that it was about disconnect, Ah. but I get that that's a no. So this is, boy, Source has just taken us right into this. This is what you want to do when you don't know. And let me start by saying most of the time we don't know. Our ego thinks it knows, but we are not allowing our higher self to be heard. So whatever it is around this, me on with you and then losing you and all that, 
I know everything there is to know about that. And what you're saying, Ben, you're, you're actually saying to source energy, which you are and everything is, I know that I know and I choose to know. And then we're going to balance all that energy with the statement, I am divine love. So it's all balanced now, I'm getting, and these are some of the questions that I go through. For example, if I am doing um, work with people on the phone, uh -huh. so I say, am I going to the sheets? No. To a book? No. To a song? And Jules, it's from you. Give me the first song that comes into your mind. Um, um. The, the song by Louis Armstrong, um, A Beautiful World. Okay. So that's where we're going. That's the direction that we're going. And um, I'm, I'm going to the fact uh, or the line in that something about that the babies that are being born will know more than I ever know. Yes. And that's the highest place that we're going. And that's what it's, I obviously am supposed to bring in that information and source use this way to do it, that absolutely the children that are being born now, and especially the autistic children, oh. are, are coming in on a higher vibration, are helping us hold the higher vibration, and are coming in, I mean, children always come in to teach you, but these children are coming in to literally affect the vibration of the whole consciousness. Wow. Okay, there's anything else? No. So all that happened, you see, because I was directed by the energy. You can call it God. You can call it source. You can call it universal love, your higher self. It really doesn't care what term you put on it, Buddha, Atman. But the energy was saying, D, this is an important note for you to get out today that you probably will not focus on unless you lose this connection. <laughs> so um, there's just a little bit of intro into the work that I do and, and some of the healing things that are contained in the book that... Um, that's coming out in, yeah. in the next few weeks. Yeah, and, and I wanted to just tell you that I read the book, and it is absolutely a must-read for anybody. I mean, oh, it is so easy, and it, it's, it's just wonderful. It's very insightful. And I especially loved the first sentence in the introduction, which it, it sets the tone for the whole book. It says... Um, it is time for us to be victors, not victims, to know, not just hope. Wow, what a great jumping off point. <laughs> well, thanks. And, you know, bottom line, if you're blaming anything or anybody else in your life for the circumstances that you are finding yourself in, you are um, deciding to remain a victim. And because if, as long as we're in judgment or blame around anything, we have given away our right to create. We are in reaction as opposed to 
choosing to come from the action of creation. Wow. And you know this um, uh, so much personally because you, you really had um, some trying times, but you, you switched yourself from being out of that victim mode. How did you do that? Well, it started, um, it started seriously because I just got sick of who I was and what I was going through. I, I fell to my knees one night and I said, I don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to be a victim anymore. Um, I don't want to be crying half the time. And I want a way to heal myself. And I want a way that everyone can heal themselves. Because, you know, let's face it, there are people all over the world that don't have psychics, don't have ministers or priests or rabbis, don't, uh, can't afford to go to a therapist. And, and ultimately, whenever we go to get help, and I tell this to all the people that I work with, I'm not healing you. I am facilitating you healing yourself because you have asked. And ultimately, we are the only ones that can heal ourselves. And we have to choose. And we, we really cannot move into full choice of our own healing if we still want to hold the grudges, if we don't want to forgive people, um, if we're blaming the economy or blaming, you know, there's a lot of blaming going on in our country, especially right now, oh, with yeah. the election and all the fear about all the money and the, the gas, and if you are not consciously stating what your life is about and your intention for the creation in your life is about, then all that fear from the collective begins to create your life for you. And if we, one of the other things that I say in the book that's one of my favorite things is if you do not create, you become the created upon. For example, if you watch one hour of television, you're prone to seeing over a hundred, hundred messages in our country of what you're probably going to get, probably going to die of, and if you take the medicine, all of the horrible side effects you're going to get anyway. And if you aren't consciously sitting there going, you know what, not in my world. This isn't my reality. My reality is perfect health. I choose it, I claim it, and I direct my energy to create that on my behalf. If you're not conscious, then your subconscious takes on all those myriad of messages from the collective. I agree. So, so let's go back on into, um, like, the situation right now. I mean, we're getting bombarded by everyone that, with the economy. So we can simply claim our divine right for money right now. We, would we, would, how do we do that? Well, not only can you, you must. Okay. Uh, everyone, everyone that is a light worker that, that knows anything about creating your own life, uh, uh, for the first time in millions of years, you have an opportunity and, and, 
and truly a, a job <laughs> to balance your own energy and hold the balance for the collective. That starts from an intention. So your intention is divine love for yourself, for the world, for everyone, because we're all one energy. Uh -huh. if, if we lash out or judge or disregard any energy, we are lashing out, judging, and disregarding ourselves. So you start with your intention of divine love for yourself and for all energy, and then you direct that by saying, I am. I am, and that's based on the I am, that I am. Anytime you say I am, that's an instant message to the universe. So if you say, I am financially in fear, I am financially in need, the universe goes, okay, I don't judge, I just deliver. I will deliver you fear, and I will deliver you limitation. That's great. So we we need to do it for ourselves, and then it will pass on through to everyone else. We, we're, in a way, influencing everybody else. Well, w yes, and scientifically even, it has to be that way because everything is energy. Mm -hmm. And we know scientifically that there's no... Lineation, you know, of the, the different energy. I mean, I'm looking at my bed, and that energy has been created in in a bed. I'm energy. My thoughts are energy. My feelings are energy. Everything is made up of the same energy. So we're all one energy, defining ourselves in different ways. So you can have the same energy defining itself as a victim, and the same energy defining itself itself as a victor depending on how the person wants to direct and create that energy. The energy, the, the, the God energy, the spirit energy is simply the creative force and it will create according to your direction. But direction is not hoping and direction is not, well, I sort of kind of believe and it's not a Pollyanna attitude that you come from. It is a very firm, loving direction that is saying, create this for me now. And I use in my, my seminars a lot, uh, people can understand it from an acting point of view. You know, let's say we're doing a stage presentation and all the actors get together the first day, and the director sits in the audience and says, well, okay, just do something. And the actors go, what? Well, just, just do something. Well, we don't know what to do. We need direction in order for us to create the amazing piece of creation that you are coming to see. The universe is the same way. It needs direction, it wants direction, and it cannot deliver without direction. And that's the biggest thing that people have, that's the biggest uh, creek to cross, you know, because we're told, oh my gosh, that's blasphemous. 
you cannot direct your own life. Yeah. Uh, and yet, God is saying, look, I, I don't judge. I don't judge you. I only give you, you know, what you ask. As it asks, as you ask, it's delivered. And so I'm saying, what are we asking for? Even the people that I've trained really well, I'm getting emails every day now from them um, about the negativity of certain candidates. And, oh, my gosh, you know, go here and pull this up. You, you need to take your money and do and I So I just sent out an, a mass email saying, guys, you're not doing what you know. And if we don't do what we know, you see, we pull back into the collective all the fear and all the negativity. And we start focusing on the very thing that we don't want as opposed to creating what we do want. Exactly. So we, we're tending to give away our power to all of these political things when in fact we're the ones that are creating for tomorrow, not necessarily the political leaders out there. Is that correct? Absolutely. It all starts with you. And you, can't, you cannot create for another person. You can only create for yourself. They have to choose to create for themselves. You can encourage them by seeing them the way you want them to be and believing in them and all that, but ultimately, and we all have people like this in our lives, uh -huh. where we, you're great, you're great, you're wonderful, I'm behind you, and they never get it together. <laughs> right? right? We all do, don't we? Yeah. Because you can't create for your kids, you can't create for your mates, you can only create for yourself. And the more of us that step forward into consciously creating love for ourselves and for everyone else, that's the biggest way we can affect the entirety of all consciousness. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. But, but let me, um, let's give more information about you to the listeners because you've been, I mean, you have this actor's studio, but you're, you're also this, this huge spiritual healer, um, and you give private sessions and everything. How did you get into that? I'm telling you, you know, I think the universe, first of all, uh, took my acting career away for a while. Mm. And, um, and so I had to start this acting studio. Mm -hmm. And within this acting studio, I learned relearned why I became an actor in the first place, all the joy and the love. And seriously, this acting studio was where all of this work was really refined. So I, I wasn't a scientist, you see. I, I couldn't afford um, blind studies and everything that, you know, they want you to we're still locked into the fact that we have to do all that to know. Yeah. So the universe went, okay, Dee, we're going to create a place where you have 80 ongoing souls that are passionately interested in discovering and refining this healing work. And um, that's 
really, I think, the purpose. I mean, they sure as heck learned how to be great actors. But ultimately, I think the higher purpose was to help me refine this work, which I am indebted to all of them for. And ultimately, five or six of them have stayed with me and, and really become kind of, you know, partners as far as getting together every day and um, refining the work and um, getting clear about what's in the field and channeling that in. And, you know, what I, what I think I want most of all to tell people is that I don't see myself as a movie star. And I don't want them to see me as a movie star in this respect because that limits their allowing themselves to hear what I say as a healer. So when I, I you know, it's wonderful that, um, that I'm famous and I have a name and everybody knows who I am. Uh-huh. And it doesn't really have anything to do with this side of me or this work. Except that E.T. was really a metaphorical analogy for this entire journey. I mean, it, it's not by accident that I starred in that film because it was all about healing. It was all about family. It was all about love. And it was all about, quote, getting home. And that's what we're all trying to do. We are trying to get back to the love that is truly our home. And that's why this the movie to this day, I mean, I have a whole new generation of kids that are finding out who I am because the movie, like The Wizard of Oz, is truth. It's heart truth. And it, The Wizard of Oz wanting to get back home. And all she had to do was say, take me home. Right. You see? And all E.T. had to do was put out the intention, and they came to get him. So intention is a lot, and yes, definitely they had to take steps. They had to take action. And really, we make it so much harder and so much more difficult. And it's not about, oh, gosh, look at the car I manifested, look at the house I manifested, look at all the money I manifested. It's really about, oh my gosh, look how happy I am again. And when you're happy and your vibration is happy, then the universe responds to that. I agree. But in the movie E.T., you know, there was that heart light. And I think that's like the heart intelligence now that really is scientifically proven. Um, and it's the power of the I am. Is that where you got it from? I mean, it, it all kind of ties in. It all ties in, and I had no idea when I was putting it all together that it did. I'm, I'm working on a new book right now. Uh, right now it's called The Spiritual Energy of Acting because it occurred to me, duh, <laughs> after almost 40 years, that the technique that I use is a step-by-step -step approach for creating your life. It's, it's exactly the same thing. But let me tell you, you cannot, we cannot get to the creation that we want to get to from our minds. You've got to move into your heart light energy. 
And you see, E.T., no matter what happened to him, no matter how much they wanted to capture him and how, what they did to him, and he never stopped loving. And he never stopped knowing that he was going to get home. He went, okay, well, I'll go along with this game until I can get to the forest. Wow. Wow, wow. yeah. Really. You know, everybody ought to go out and see that movie again. It really well, will tie it in. And we've been getting that message, I mean, how for how long? Peter Pan, same message. Yeah. Wizard of Oz, same message. Keep your heart, you know, be as a little child. You'll enter the kingdom of heaven. We've heard it all, and we don't get it because we keep believing that we have to get there from our mind and that we have to control everything. And control is an ego thing. It comes out of fear. The three things, the three major things, that are in your way of allowing yourself to be the true channel that you are is judgment. If you're in judgment of anybody or anything, you cannot be in your heart. You can't. If you have to control everything, you cannot remain in your heart because control comes from fear. And as soon as you go into fear, you go into your mind to try and save you. And the third thing is responsibility. If you don't want to take responsibility for yourself, which includes the responsibility of loving yourself, you cannot create. Hmm. Take the responsibility for loving yourself. Well, and you know, we're, you, you see, the people in our lives that we want to give everything to, uh -huh. are, are the people that we love. I mean, we want to give our children everything, right? Yeah. So the people that we want to take care of and nurture and love, that's who we want to create for, and we're not the first in line, ever. Now, what's that about? We're around two years old, you know. We go, okay, but Mommy, I want that toy. I don't care if you want that toy. Give it to him. But I want to wear this dress. I don't care if you want to wear this dress. You're going to wear this dress because I want you to wear this dress. And so little by little by little, we go, well, I guess I'm not worth loving myself and doing for myself what I instinctively choose. And so we are taught at a very early age, leave your heart, leave your instinct, and go to your mind. Don't serve yourself. Don't love yourself. And I'm saying to you, if you don't love yourself first, and of course we're talking in the highest way, not a selfish, mean way. Mm -hmm. If you don't love yourself first, you will not choose to create yourself or for yourself in the way that you want. You just can't. Wonderful. Which is why they say love your body. You want to change your body, love it. Love it first, because you, you can't create from anything you're in judgment of. That's good. That's really that's yeah, a we very, get up very and powerful look, statement. We get up and look in the mirror every morning and subconsciously or unconsciously go, Hi, God, you're fat, you're not successful enough, you're lazy. 
uh, you're in a relationship that doesn't work. Oh, by the way, God, could you send me everything I want to? <laughs> you see, when I say it like that, you see how ridiculous it is putting those energies together. Absolutely. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, Dee, let's take a fast phone call here. Oh, I'd love it. We have a, a call from Janet. Janet, are you there? I am. Hi, Janet. Hi, Julie. Hi, Janet. Hello, Dee. It's very nice to speak with both of you. Thank you. Did you have a question for Dee? I do. Um, and I wrote it down because I thought I might be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So my question is, if I could only do one thing for myself that would be the most likely way I could completely heal my relationship with money or heal my poverty consciousness, what would that be? Love yourself. Love yourself, love yourself, love yourself more wow. than you think you ever can love yourself. But I, I want to give you some... We're just going to balance anything around money, not having money, poverty, consciousness, all the words that you use. We know everything there is to know about that. I am divine love. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everything's balanced. And sheets. I'm going to a book. So I have my books in front of me, and I'm going to Ramsa. I don't need a page number. So um, they're directing me, Source is directing me to go to Ramsa the White Book by Jay-Z Knight, who okay. is in The Secret and What the Bleep. And, right. But I don't need a page number. Ramsa was a warrior. He was a conqueror. And when I'm directed to go to this book but not a page, then you have to give up fighting for money. Your belief right now is that you have to fight Wow, yourself. I have to fight myself to create money is your biggest belief that you're holding right now that's in your way. Why would you have to fight yourself to create money? What were you taught about money? Well, my biggest um, things are probably not unlike millions of other people. Um, money doesn't grow on trees was the most prevalent. Another really important one, I think, was that rich people do not go to heaven. Uh-huh. Um, well, I bet you Bill Gates and a few of those people are going to. <laughs> I know. A <laughs> um, couple others, money was the root of all evil. And okay, so basically, if you have money, you're a bad person, you're going to go to hell. And Exactly. Okay. So, you see, you are holding those beliefs. You are choosing not to give them up. Okay, so now I'm being directed to ask you, who do you dishonor by giving those beliefs up? Well, obviously, I, my first answer would be I dishonor myself, but, but I guess the other answer that immediately comes to mind is that I would dishonor my mother. That's it. I heard it before you said it, so I was waiting for you to get to it. Yes. Okay. Let me tell you, on a soul level, your mother is going, please, can you move on? You see, this is what the, I believe. This is what uh, sins of the fathers, that's what they're talking about. The fathers 
and the grandfathers and the great-grandfathers, they all have been passed down in correct information also. And then they turn around, and out of love and out of a desire to give you the right thing, they give you the limiting thing. They don't mean to, but it's up to us, guys. We are the only ones now. We are the owners of that energy now. We are the only ones at choice about whether to let that go. And you know that money is just an exchange of energy. You know that intellectually. You know it's just a piece of paper that something's printed on. None of those things can hold an intention. We are the only ones that can hold an intention. So it's what we do with the money. I mean, I just finished a film and was able to, to give a really large tithe to my church. Uh -huh. So I didn't do anything evil with my money, and I, I bet I got a few more marks if it was even about that as far as getting into heaven. But let's, let's just take this. There isn't a heaven or hell anyway. Your right, heaven or hell is your own happiness and love right now. Right. So can you love yourself enough to give up the limiting messages that the people you loved gave you? I'm sure trying. I'd sure like to. <laughs> well, I get a yes. Well, claim that intention right now. I am a person that loves myself enough so much that I am allowing all of these limiting beliefs to dissolve, and I am loving myself as a person so much that I am allowing abundance and affluence and money to come into my life now. I know I have it now. And you live there until you actually see it. But you have to know that you just created it. You see... It, most of us wait for the physical world to show up so that we can know. Can't do that, guys. The physical world shows up in direct relationship to your knowing. That is so powerful. And true. The more you want to create in your life, the more you know unconditionally that you have. Because once you direct the I am, once you direct the energy, it has to respond. Unless you are, you see, what you've been doing right, right now, my beautiful person, is you have been saying, give me more money. No, wait, don't, it's bad. And that's like a director saying to me, okay, D, Go to the left side of the stage. No, don't move. It's conflicting directions. And the universe is out there going, okay, could somebody just plainly tell me what you want? <laughs> then maybe I can show up, okay? <laughs> you got it? I see that. I see that. Absolutely, I do. Okay, good. Yeah. Given the mixed message there. Yes. Thank you so much. You bet. Blessings. Thank you.
Thank you. And then we have another call, too, Dee. We've got it from uh, Donna. Are you there, Donna? Are you there, Donna? Yes. Great. Hi, Donna. Donna, did you have a question for uh, Dee? Uh, keep it on speaker? Yes. Um, I hadn't thought about it ahead of time, though, so I apologize. Um, oh, I, sometimes it's better that way, Donna. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, let me, let me just share this with you. Um, I was just diagnosed with lung cancer, and I'm also a healer myself. I've been a massage therapist for some time, and I've always considered myself a healer. And I think I'm just very surprised that I ended up with lung cancer. Not that I... I'm questioning why me, but I just was surprised, like, wow, lung cancer. And, okay, uh, and, and what does lung cancer represent for you? That's a good question. Um, well, that's the question I'm being directed to ask you. That's a really good question. Um, lung cancer, what does it direct? I think, you know, when I think about the lungs, it's taking in life. Right. The, the, first, thing, the first thing I heard when I asked you the question was breath, like the breath of life. Right, right, good. Okay. okay. And before we even started, and this is really interesting, somehow you're, and again, I'm not a doctor. I want to make sure everybody knows that. I have no training. I'm coming purely from the energetic uh, message of this, that um, somehow you have taken on the collective consciousness, and this is part of it. <clears throat> okay, so I'm being, going here. Okay, I, I'm being directed to the, these things. Ever, all the work that we're doing right now in my work is all around the consciousness. Yes. Okay? And consciousness extends beyond energy. I'm not quite... I, sure how to explain that, so I just want to be up front. I just know that consciousness holds the energy. Energy just does not hold consciousness. Okay. okay. So the three things that we've gotten to that you need to hear today is we have a belief that we have to separate from the consciousness to create what we want. So in other words, um, I have to get away from you so that I can do this. Or um, I can't listen to you, otherwise I can't do this. Or um, if I share too much with you, there's not going to be enough, so I have to separate and come over here. In some way, we are in the midst of balancing the belief that we have to separate from other consciousness to create what we want. Mm -hmm. The second one is if I get what I want, someone else suffers. Because, obviously, there's not enough. So if okay. I get what I want, and I create everything that I want, then somebody else is not going to be able to create what they want. Even though, as healers, we know that the world is totally abundant, there's enough for everyone, always has been, always will be, and as you direct it, your creation shows up for you. <clears throat> the third belief is the belief that I can't trust my consciousness 
to join with your consciousness. When indeed, we're all one already. So it's the perspective that we're dealing with that we're separate. So in order to truly move into knowing that we're all one, we have to trust that we're okay being all one. Are you with me? Yes. yes. Okay. So now I'm going to go to the lung cancer. We're going to balance everything. We know everything there is to know, not consciously, but in our consciousness, we know everything there is to know around your lung cancer. Okay? And I am divine love. I, my intention is to balance that and love myself and all consciousness enough to heal this. Okay. Okay. So, book. Give me the first song that comes into your mind. Um, it's the one that's been in my mind for a while. It's actually from Helen Reddy, I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar, but it's a certain line. It's the, it's the verse that says, um, but it's wisdom more than pain. Okay, yes, well, that's what you're supposed to learn, my love. Yeah. That's, that's what you're supposed to get for yourself as a healer from this lung cancer. It's wisdom more than pain. You don't need to have the pain. Nobody needs to have pain. We don't have to experience pain. That's a belief. Right. So let me ask you, Donna, on some level, and don't go into your mind, go to your heart. On some level, do you think you had to prove that you're a healer? <laughs> um, wow, that's a really good question. <laughs> I wouldn't have asked that. Um, wow, I wouldn't have thought that. So I'd have to think about that. Maybe for myself, not for others, but, yeah, for myself, I think you're right. Well, you, you don't. Don't have to prove it. Well, God can't prove itself. Right. God's an experience. You either have it or you don't. You either know that you're a healer, okay? Do you yeah. know that this can be healed and that it is healed right now? I do know it can be healed, yes. Yes, you know it can be healed. When I say you know it is healed, I get a no. And I'm asking you, can you expand your mind? And that's what we have to do, guys, because we can't heal instantaneously, you see. We can't heal something like this with a mind that still believes it takes time and we have to go through all the medical stuff. That, those are the minds that created the disease in the first place. Okay. So like Einstein says, we have to go into limitless, which... Story Waters, I know you've had Story on the, the program. And Lee Harris. Yeah. And, and Lee Harris, you see. And Einstein also said, y you, can't, you can't heal the problem from the same mind that created it. We have to expand our consciousness out enough. And I'm asking, will you choose to do that today? and expand your mind into knowing that this is already healed. Yes. Beyond a, a, beyond a doubt that beyond you are healed now. 
and you direct the energy to do that, you direct yourself to love yourself enough. I mean, you know, the, the great teacher, Jesus, he healed with love. Right. And so, again, I'm saying to all of you that are listening, do we love ourselves enough to heal, to take the breath of life, breathe life into you, Donna? Every time you take a breath, you go, I love this breath. I love these lungs. I love that I breathe. I love me that I'm able to do this. And I'm hearing to tell you, breathe deeply. Thank you. <laughs> and, and we're done. Sorry, uh, I, I keep going until I hear. That, that's okay. No, that was... There's, that something was... Else, there's something else that's affecting this. I'm sorry. It's, it's not the cancer, but it's, it's about breathing. Talk to me about breathing for a minute. Um, I don't know. It's been, I've been an asthmatic my whole life, so breathing for me has been... Um, okay. Yeah. That, I, I, that's where they're going? The asthma, the cancer, all they all have the same energetic yes. basis. Yes. Which is wisdom over pain. Okay, so now I'm being directed to go to a an an age. Hold on, zero through five, five to ten, five. Seven year old, seven years old with your mother around fear and pain. Has anything come up for you around that? Because this, um, this is kind of when the message really yeah. took hold in you. Yeah. It was, I think, if, if I think about it, yeah, it was a tough year. You it know, make... it could be six, it could be eight, you know. But yep. around there, something happened, uh, not with... Did something happen to your mother? I don't want to get too personal on the phone, but... I think it was the first time my mother and father split up. Yes, okay. It's a, a basket case. Okay, and you held your breath. Mm. You energetically went, ah, what's going to happen? Yeah. You got it? Let yep. it go. Let it go. It's healed now. It's healed this moment. Very good. You know, and... That's when the pain started, okay? You know that you are taken care of. That's why it happened is so that you could move into knowing you were always taken care of. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the challenge, guys, is to look when something what we call negative happens and go, yeah, but what's the positive that I got out of it? Right. So that you let the negative thing go and go, oh, that's the lesson I was supposed to get. The positive one. The reinforcement was what I was supposed to get. And I hung on to the, oh, my gosh, they divorced for 30 years. Right. Okay? Now we're totally done, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, it, it sounds like 
all of this rings true for you energetically. Yes. Okay. Very, very interesting. Very powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. Blessings to you. Boy, that, to you that, that was really brilliant, i got to tell you. Very, very insightful. Well, I tell you, you know, it's such a blessing to do this work at my workshops and, you know, I like I'm doing now, I do a lot of privates over the phone and and here at my home in Woodland Hills. And But I, I will have people walk in, I don't know their name, I've, I've never met them, and within seconds, their energy and their soul is allowing, choosing to allow me to hear what they came to hear so that they can heal. And it is, it's miraculous to me. Sometimes we go to such specific things, and w w the minute we get there, you know, their eyes well up, and, and it's like, oh, I, I, I didn't even remember that moment till you just said it now. And that moment is at the basis of what they need to get to. It's, it's just, I am so blessed, really, to have been, well, I asked, and yeah. I asked, and, and I'm, I feel very blessed to be trusted with this work through the universe and through people. Do you think that you've always had this healing gift, but it was I think we all do. It? I know we all do. We all do. So we, we can just, develop it just like you did in absolutely. your studio. Absolutely. You just have to start with an intention and... You have to hold the intention that, you know, before I ever begin anything, I say, okay, I am directing my ego not to be a part of this at all. I don't want to hear from my ego. I don't want to hear from anyone's ego. I am here to hear the universal truth for healing and divine love for everyone. Because... You know, when you get to the really big things, like when I do work for my daughter, uh -huh. uh, I oftentimes call one of my healing partners because sometimes uh, I'm a mother and yeah. I want to hear what I want to hear. Right. And it's not what's going to heal her. You know, it's not what she needs to hear in order for her to facilitate her own healing or yeah. mine, for that matter. So it's it's imperative that you want the highest information and that you always are willing to let go of your mind and of your ego. So you're, you're saying that, you know, because I believe that we all have our answers within, but, but sometimes our ego, if I'm hearing you right, our ego will actually block what really, what, what we're well, doing ourselves. Absolutely, because what does the ego need to hold on to more than anything? Control. Right, right. So how do we, do you, would it be better if we go to people rather than seek the answers from within? Or is there a way to separate our ego out? Yes, intention. I'm telling you, if you wake okay. up in the morning and you consciously, before you get out of bed, you say, I am choosing to create my day, and I am directing with my heart, okay? I am directing this day. I am love. I am abundance. I am wealth. I am perfect health. 
I am divine love for myself and for all energy. I am joyous. I am peaceful. My day is directed to be easy and effortless and joyful. I am always protected. You direct your day and your own energy before you move. Uh -huh. You become one with your universe. But that's vastly different than, hi, God, if I'm worthy and if it's okay, I sure would like to get some money today. Yeah. You can There's see the difference. huge difference. <laughs> it's, it's energetically a huge difference. It's like, you know, when I do my workshops, I, I say it's not about the words. Any actor can tell you it's not about the words. It's about your vibration. My daughter used to get into the car. I'd pick her up from high school, and I'd say, Hi, Annie, how was your day? Fine. Well, the word says fine. The vibration said it was really screwed up, Mom, and don't ask me anymore. <laughs> and that's kind of what we're doing with the universe. And the universe can't respond. So this is basically the key to life, is setting the intention every single morning with the right vibration, which is always started out with the, the direct message of I am. I That's am and I love myself. Yeah. I love myself as the God I am. And I love myself so much that I am going to take the direction of my life with partnership with the universe and direct my life the way I want it to go. And I am telling you, your perspective and how you see the world will change. And if your perspective of your world changes, your world changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's wonderful. So do you have workshops coming up that our listeners can go to to get more information on this? I have, uh, well, of course, I would love for everyone to go to my website. Everything is posted there, guys. If okay. you go to the official dwallace.com website uh, and you want to click on the I am a healer side, I mean, you're welcome to go to the acting side also, but <laughs> everything will be up. You will um, be able to find information about my book. I have meditations and CDs. We are in the process right now of um, getting several hour teachings uh, up on there that you can download. Uh, so uh, the directions for the book and how to get the book and everything will be up within two weeks. Um, everything will, you know, you go to my website, you'll be able to get all the information. Okay, let me give that again. That's www.officialdwallace.com, and I'll have that name, I mean the address posted on my website as well. Great, um, and, and let me give you my office number if you're in the California area or you see the work, energy is energy, and it drops in whether you're in Paris, France, and I'm in California. We can do this work. 
My office number is 818-876-0386. Okay. And you can leave your, your number and just tell me it's about a healing session and we, somebody will get back to you within a day. And I've got to remind everybody, you, you've got to get this book. Um, it is just so enjoyable to read. It really is. All the way through it, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, oh, it's really you so a much. great, great book. It's so easy to read, and it's just, it's got some great insights. Uh, I really appreciate everything that you do, Dee. It's just fantastic. And, boy, was I blessed when I... When you came running up to me at the seminar, I was just going, oh, my goodness, <laughs> and you're so beautiful. Oh, you're, well, All of this glow just came from you. It's incredible. Well, let me tell you, it didn't always, it didn't always show up like that. I used to be tormented and unhappy and angry, and I, I just, I know we're we're nearing a close here, but I, I urge you, I urge you, anybody listening, if there is anyone or anything in your life that you have not forgiven, choose to do that right now. That will be love yourself enough to forgive anybody, anything. Because if you haven't, you will remain in a victim vibration. Great advice. Great advice. Wow. Well, Dee, thank you for everything you do. Um, you're truly a blessing to this world, and I hope you'll come back on and share more with us. Oh, I. you can tell how passionate I am about this. Yes. And you and I were meant to meet, I and I, I love you. You were. You just opened your arms and said, come on in, and <laughs> it's it's so important for people like us to have people like you, because without you, we don't get the message out. Well, so I, always count on me. Whenever you have something to say, you come on the show. In a split second, I'll get you on. All right, sweetheart. And blessings to all you listeners. Let's go create the world we want. What do you say? Absolutely. Good advice. Okay. Thank you again, Dee. And to all the wonderful listeners out there, I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Law of Attraction Talk Radio hosted by Jules Johnson. For more information, go to www.lawofattractiontools.com.